mm, bunny hop onto the love train for our 31st wedding anniversary. Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> Me and Prince Maximilian Rudolph Lubkovitz de Phil and Jerry. And we are celebrating three decades plus one year of lawfully wedded love and sex revolutionary marriage. And starting off our 31st anniversary week with big orgasms. Yes, big orgasms. Big, big ones, you know. Big. It's one of my beliefs. Always make love first if you want to make love last. Towards the beginning of your big day, night, weekend, just in case it doesn't work out later, you'll be glad you did. And if it does work out later, well, you can always do it again. right on. And right again. On. And again. And again. Mm, this chocolate is good. Mm, chocolate, speaking of which, Easter it's the eve of Easter, so time to eat chocolate eggs and bunnies. I'm eating a chocolate bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would be eating a bunny. I found them in the bunny mm-hmm. pen. Yes. Bunnies make strange sounds. They are not that distinctive. There are many different bunny sounds, and that... My speakeasy brothers and sisters is the sound of my lawfully wedded husband's beer being poured. Oh, yeah. All right. So there is no special flower or gem for the 31st wedding anniversary, just so you know. (laughs) Last year was the pearl for the 30th. That was very auspicious but 31st they don't really give you one maybe the easter lily because it's like right around easter i don't know the gift they give you because they want you to spend money and it is a time piece which seems a little anachronistic but max does love watches so i collect watches under nine dollars i'm giving you a watch that's right under nine dollars Now, I myself do not love watches, especially now with phones that ring and honk and scream at me whatever time it is. And really, time is a tyrant. I can't believe it's been 31 years, for instance, speaking of time, like just playing tricks on you. It feels like 31 minutes. Hmm. But those years are gone, and here we are, still in love, right? Are we still in love? We're still in love, (laughs) yes, absolutely. We've been in love. We will continue to be in love. Good. Um, Yep. Maybe more in love than ever. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I never was much in love with ever. um, (laughs) Okay, so we're more in love than you are with ever. ever. Right. And it's like lust, trust. It's a balancing act, like juggling three balls, a banana, and a sharp knife, right? So you want to keep lust and trust alive and keep those balls and that knife and that banana in the air. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Most of our listeners that have stepped up to the plate and call in don't seem like they're long-term married people 
but perhaps they would like to be. And so here we are, your elders in matters of lust and trust. So I don't want a timepiece, really. I have too much linear thinking anxiety anyway. But I did get a very cute stuffed mini mouse. Oh, which is really like a stuffed mini me since... I'm Minnie, and Max is Mickey. And this is why in the battle of Meatball, Ron DeSantis, and Disney, we're with Disney. Right, Mickey? But Disney, Disney, Disney is, is, is in Florida, but he's having a big fight with Ron the Meatball. Right. Right? They are having a fight. Yeah. I so think Disney's winning. What, what, yeah, but the great part is that uh, I guess DeSantis took away some of their rights. But they took them back. Uh, I don't know if they took... Yeah, uh, they took, but now the state has to pay for everything that Disney was paying because they had their own police force, they had their own everything. And now Ronnie Boy has to pay with your tax dollars. Ah, uh, poor Floridians. Right, I mean, it's a kind of a tough race. Not as bad as Meatball Ron versus Trumpy Dumpty. That's an impossible choice. I guess Disney is an easier choice, although it's a big corporation, and we don't usually like to choose those big corporations, but it's almost like you have no other choice these days. That's all you get. They are slowly and sometimes very quickly squelching the voices of us independent types and all you're left are the corporate voices. But we have independent voices here, including Pam, who says happy bananaversary. Oh, Pam, look at her. Yeah, Max really Mm. likes Pam. So he appreciates that. That'll be good for our next I like Kaylee too. orgasm. Right. I like Dr. Susan Block, too. We've got all kinds of comments here from our people and other people wishing us happy anniversary. Cut the Pentagon says, Ben-Hur is a must for me on Easter. Sorry. Why is he apologizing? He was raised on classical movies and yes, Ben Hur with Charlton Heston. I just remember a lot of chariots galloping. Yeah, is that the one where they're galloping and they show uh, him holding the reins of the horse mm. and he's got a watch on? I think so. That's the one. A Rolex. A Rolex. We love old movies with new watches. It's very much relevant to our theme of. Easter, it's also still Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak, and Pesach is continuing, Sameach, and remember, Judaism is not Zionism, please remember that, especially as Israel erupts once again in all kinds of strife. If you're tuned in live, it is Easter Eve, the night before Jesus Christ comes back to life. You thought I was going to do something about orgasms. But, well, it is a very serious spring holiday. But it is also very sexy. 
come on. And not just because the word erection is in the word resurrection. It's also because Jesus returns from Thanatos, which is death, to Eros, which is life and love, all kinds of love, which includes sex. And who does he see first when he is born again? His favorite Easter bunny, Mary Magdalene. And here in Bonoboville, we like to role play the resurrection with our divine interventions, Jesus Jackhammer Dildo, rising up out of Dory Lane's wondrous vulva puppet, or perhaps a real woman's pussy. Can I say pussy? I think you can say pussy still. Elon freaks out over that word in writing on a picture only. Yeah, because he's a pussy. Well, I would not say that. That's a compliment, and oh, I would no. not call yeah, him a, right. pussy. You're not a pussy. I would say he's pussyphobic. Pussyphobic, right. Yes, as well as all kinds of sexphobic, transphobic, all kinds. Dickyphobus. Yeah, well, I think he likes his own dicky. He's a procreation fetishist. But in any case, whether it's for procreation, recreation, or relationships... We have this Jesus jackhammer dildo rising up out of the orifice. It could be a mouth also. Certainly many people, male and female, have wrapped their spiritual lips around the Jesus jackhammer divine interventions dildo. And when it goes down, down into that hungry mouth or puppet, or pussy, I declare. Jesus is in her now, or him. Either way. It's a spiritual thing. I think so. Other people might think I'm kidding. The resurrection of Jesus is a very important thing. I'm going to give the history of that in terms of Greek mythology, the girl power side of resurrection and Dre Day says 31 years wow you two love birds enjoy it and Bert says the Romans invented the Rolex and I wonder <laughs> they're wearing them in uh, Ben-Hur and that was product placement these nuts he has a little Who's bit nuts? of an amosexual imagination. Imagine getting beat down by Mickey and Goofy rolling on the floor laughing my ass off. Anyway, yeah, I don't imagine that really, but I guess some people do. And nowadays it is actually more acceptable to imagine getting beat down by Mickey and Goofy rather than beating off with Mickey and Goofy and maybe Minnie. I'm sex positive, not really violence positive, not wanting people to imagine any more violence than they're already imagining. There is so much violence going on. I got asked the question on Facebook, I think, today when I said we're going to talk about some of this homosexual hate, weaponized hate. And they said, what is amosexual? So uh, let me explain. I mean, it is what it sounds like. 
you are turned on by guns and ammo makes you aroused to see AR-15s. Maybe you feel that it compensates for your small penis to wield a big AR-15. This is kind of the essence of amosexual, and it often seems to go with incel. Not always. There's plenty of married people and people having sex that are also amosexual. But a lot of the incels are, and not all of them. It doesn't always go together. But I find more and more that these factors of having no sex, involuntary or voluntary, and being bitter about it, and often blaming women, and being turned on by guns and ammo kind of go together. Been my experience. So tell me if you have a different experience with your ammo sexuality. I like water pistols. I do too. Yeah. I also like that dildo that squirts water. That's a good one too. I like the, the idea of squirting more than the gun part. A little threatening for some guys to well, get shot by a penis. Some of these water pistols look like real guns, which right. can threaten a cop and make him shoot you with a real bullet. And now they're making those guns for kids, toys, real realistic guns. That look way too real. Wally. Wally is calling. Abe drew a banana because I think Wally is represented by a banana. And bananas seem to be a theme tonight. It's our anniversary. I'm saying that balancing lust and trust is like juggling three balls, a banana, and a sharp knife. And here we are with Wally, the big banana. Hey, Dr. Susie and Max. I heard you guys talking about the amosexuals. Yes. Yes. And yeah, once upon a time, I used to teach a gun safety course where I would teach people how to shoot and protect themselves. And there's definitely a, a culture with, um, I'll just call them flat out the gun nuts. Yeah. And a big component of it is really just ego. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. Um, they, love, it, it's, it's, they love the idea of people looking at them in fear. And that's a big reason they, they'll walk around with the AR-15 strapped to themselves as they're going to Walmart, is they just like that kind of negative troll attention of people looking at them. Mm-hmm. And that ego component's a big factor of, um, you know, them um, being amosexuals and, you know, having a hundred guns and, and walking out with them so everyone can see it and they'll, hey, look at me, look at my gun, you know, aren't I important? Yeah, and certainly the ego is wider or somewhat different than just sexual feelings. It's also got to do with your self-esteem. If it's down in the toilet, then you might as well have a small penis and be compensating for it with the gun. It's very much related, your feelings about your sexuality, your feelings about yourself, and your desire to enhance your ego, to enhance your look, your reputation by wielding a gun. And unfortunately... This doesn't always happen, but sometimes that leads to shooting the gun at the wrong people. Well, a big part of that culture is they have that that good guy with the gun fantasy. You talk about, 
you know, if you if you if you were to take guns and kind of turn it into porn, that good guy with the fantasy and, and being there to save the day, that is something they literally just. I mean, it was weird teaching the course where people would fantasize about when someone breaks into their house, how they're going to shoot them. And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop. <laughs> like, that's the wrong way to think about guns. You don't think about, you know, situations where you can't wait to shoot someone. I'm like, no, that's the wrong mindset. You know, that's not that's not how you're supposed to treat it. But a lot of those people, they literally it's almost like a sex. It's to the point of where it is in a way sexual where they, they literally just have these different fantasies about saving the day, like some kind oh, of yeah. superhero. And then they'll be appreciated and adored for their heroism. And honestly, Wally, it sounds like you're actually experiencing this with guys who are relatively under control. They at least have enough sense to take a gun safety course. But the guys that are amosexual and out of control, they don't need to take a gun safety course. And thanks to our law, they don't have to. And they often will accidentally shoot their kids or they'll go off half-cocked, so to speak, road rage. And then again, there's the mass murders that are happening more and more. I had a relative that was killed that way. That's right. Yeah, her husband was cleaning the gun. And he was actually an well, expert. Expert, well-trained, everything. It went the off. gun goes off, goes across through the door, and kills her. Oh. The more guns, the more dead people. Exactly. That's the way it works. Well, that's the other problem is a lot of the people who really, really love their guns, they feel like it almost gives them some kind of weird superpower so that the normal rules don't apply to them. I mean, when you're teaching people gun safety, you, you tell them the gun is always loaded. You always treat it like it's loaded. But it's weird because the, the people that are fanatics about guns, they actually don't. They actually feel like, oh, well, that's for normal people, but since I'm so good with my gun and I love my gun, oh, yeah. I don't have to do that. Well, guns are honored. They're like a religious object nowadays. You see Jesus portrayed with a gun, sometimes mockingly by the left, but sometimes it's a real thing with the right. There's that church in Pennsylvania, my home state, where people like walk around with AR-15s at church services and where crowns made out of ammo. Oh, the new Jesus has an AR-15. You could take the cross and turn it into a sword. So one of the best pieces I've seen on guns is the Australian comic who talks about why Americans love their guns mm. and uh, it's Jeff Jeffrey yeah oh yeah yeah it's very funny too he's great yeah it's very funny he, he talks about the robber coming to the window and uh, there's an intruder and he runs to get the gun he's very good because he keeps it in the safe and he says honey What's the combination to the safe? <laughs> anyway, you should go. Uh, yes. Well, thanks for calling yeah. in, Wally. Yeah, Wally, take care. Oh, no and giving us the perspective of someone teaching gun safety, which is rarely practiced nowadays, it seems. And certainly people should take more gun safety courses and try... Not to look at their guns like they're sex objects. I understand it. Listen, they're shaped like dildos. And yet when I see people who have bigger gun collections than my dildo collection, I worry. 
And yes, there is a resemblance to the cross, which is why the Jesus jackhammer dildo works so well. These are phallic objects, these guns, these dildos, these crosses. So I want to talk about Jesus. You can eat part of him if you're Catholic. You go yes, eat his the body. body. That's kind of sexy. And drink his blood. I'm not so into the vampire thing, but I kind of like the idea of eating his body. Mm. And drinking his body fluid, that is sexy. The body fluid could uh, be uh, semen. No, but this is, Yummy. The, this is the blood. I know, the blood. And it's wine. And I guess if I have a few drinks, I could have a few more. So this is what <laughs> keeps the priesthood going. That and being much more dangerous to our children than drag queens, really. Although they are kind of drag queens, but kind of the more dangerous kind, since they all wear dresses. Most danger to our kids are priests. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, and they wear dresses. And they wear dresses. So, in a way, I said they're more dangerous than drag queens, but they are drag queens. Yeah. Because they're, they're colorful. Yes, especially the cardinals. They wear no underwear under there, maybe. Mm. <laughs> Nothing against anybody's religion. religion Listen, yeah. all the religions are a little bit crazy, yeah. in my opinion. But eh, we're talking about Easter tonight. It's Easter Eve. And. This is, according to the Pope, the most important holiday on the calendar. And yet, long before the rebirth of the Holy Son returning to his heavenly Father, there was the resurrection of the Holy Daughter coming home to her Holy Mother. That's right, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. The Greek goddess Persephone, Proserpina, to the Romans, rising up from the bowels of Hades, hell, to rejoin her earth mama Demeter, also known as Ceres, like cereal. And she is so ecstatic to embrace the resurrected fruit of her loins that she showers the world in spring. Yes, indeed, these are the Eleusinian mysteries of Easter Eve, the original Easter Eve, or at least one of the original ones. The holiday of spring and resurrection long before it was taken over by the dudes it was a female holiday. It's about birth and rebirth. And who does that mostly? The ladies. With all due respect to the guys, this is a girl power holiday. Now, I do understand this holiday is mostly presided over by boys and priests and dirty, power-hungry old men. And I love men. I love penises. I love men. I love even the dirty old ones although maybe not the power-hungry ones. There's other antecedents to Jesus, such as Dionysus, who actually turned water into wine and preached to women and slaves, as well as free people, and was killed and brought back to life by his heavenly father, Zeus, also known as Jupiter, also known as King of the Gods, now Dionysus, also known as Bacchus, who 
got us into the Bacchanalian thing. He was a god of the people. He was kind of a socialist and a feminist. He liked the ladies. He was kind of trans going back and forth. And he turned the water into wine. He was into being born again. And he also preceded Jesus. Many others, too. But in the spirit of girl power, I would like to tell the story of a powerful female antecedent to Jesus. But I don't know if my guys want to talk about something else first. Oh, no, 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 no. That's quite a right, go right ahead, Dr. Susie. Do you like the story of Persephone? Yes, I like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. like girl power? I like girl power, yeah. I like Pam Kelly from <laughs> Persia. Yeah. They got the girl power going on. I tilt towards the women. Good. And that's what's kept us married for 31 years. I love women. I appreciate that. I love guys, too. I love people. Yeah. I just don't want to hang around. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You hang out with guys. Yeah. Not in the locker room. I grew up with women. Yeah. I grew up with my great-grandmother. Right. My grandmother, my aunt, my mother her sister, and they were all wonderful. It is a good secret to finding a good man, I think, for most women, maybe not all, but for me, finding a man who just loves his mother. I I grew up, in my first five years, I didn't have a father. Because they told me he was killed in the war. Mm. So I was brought up by all these wonderful, beautiful Italian women. And then your father showed up. And then one day, <laughs> they said, your father has come back to life. <laughs> and here he is. And there he was. And there he was. Yep. But before that, all these wonderful women. That's who brought me up. Caused you to be a feminist. And they all said, you be nice to girls now. That's right. Don't you, do you be nice, little Mickey. And be nice to people. And be nice to people. Appreciate the feminine virtues and wiles as opposed to masculine violence, force, and competition, authoritarianism. I associate these things with masculinity, not that you have to be a guy to exhibit these things. I mean, look at Hillary Clinton. But, uh, oh, I know, you love Hillary. Do you? He loves Hillary. I think she's a bit of a... Whatever, she's, you know... Warmonger. She might be a warmonger, but uh, she... uh, But she did give us that wonderful line, there's a vast right-wing conspiracy, and that is so true. And now we see it, and that vast uh, right-wing conspiracy is taking away your rights... While you're playing TikTok. And trying to replace your around. rights with guns. <laughs> with guns. And trying to replace sex and porn and just sex positivity, sex education, freedom of speech on the internet with a lot of guns on the internet. So this is what the right wing has decided to make of the cross that could look like a beautiful penis rising up or it could look like a sword or a gun. We look at the cross at this time. I look at the cross. I like the cross. It's a beautiful graphic, very powerful and hopeful. Yes, rising. 
it's born again. Well, that's what happened to me the other night. It, <laughs> that's it, right. It, it rose. And it went into my mouth, and I Ooh. said, Jesus is in me now. And then I let it out. I'm blushing. <laughs> and Jesus came back to life. I'm blushing. So as not to keep you blushing, we will yes, please. tell the story of the feminine antecedent to Jesus, and that is Persephone. Unlike the Judeo-Christian Islamic God and his son Jesus, who are depicted as absolutely perfect, eternally righteous, all-seeing, all-knowing, and of course, all-male. The Greek gods and goddesses are really very imperfect, like humans. The Greek myths say that, yes, our gods and goddesses are just extensions of us, and yet they have superpowers and immortality like archetypes, they're spirits. But because they have faults like us, the Greek myths can actually teach us a lot about how to handle our own lives. Kind of like a really good soap opera without the commercials. So the story of the resurrection of Persephone, I call it Persephone hath risen. It focuses on this young virgin. Can I say virgin? Anyway, she is. She's the daughter of Demeter, the goddess of the earth, and Zeus, the god of the sky. And they also happen to be sister and brother. So already we're stepping on a lot of taboos here, but these are gods. So Persephone is picking flowers in the meadow with her nymph girlfriends. And then suddenly, her uncle, Hades, Lord of the Dead, comes up from the bowels of his empire under the earth and grabs her, allegedly raping her. Uh-oh, will I get censored for saying that it's a it's a myth yeah it's a myth if you're a bot and you're listening don't worry about it everything's okay we're not advocating any violence not at all this was a bad thing you know it's a bad thing anyway but to have like the king of the underworld do that is like super bad anyway he abducts her into the underworld and she's kind of passive at first she just is there. She doesn't want to be there. She doesn't eat anything. But she doesn't leave. She doesn't fight. She's dead in the underworld. And then there's her mother up above, Demeter. And in many ways, this is Demeter's tale. And this tale begins with Demeter's eternal joy in her daughter's love, as any mother knows, the mother's joy, but then quickly switches to intense, tremendous sorrow, as any mother knows this can happen, and 
earth-destroying rage. Well, not any mother can do this, but Demeter just sends the whole world into like a nuclear winter without the nukes. This was before nukes. But it's winter all the time. There's nothing growing. People die. Plants and animals die. Everything dies. Because Demeter is mourning the loss of her precious progeny at the hands of her brother, her younger brother, no less, Hades, and with her older brother Zeus's heavenly approval. So this is very depressing for this woman to lose her power like this. She is in a way representative of Earth right now, losing her power to the forces of death and destruction and pollution. And she goes through this period of despair. But then she reaches a compromise, helped by Hermes, the god of communication and messengers. And he finds out that Persephone has only eaten six seeds of the pomegranate. Therefore, she must stay down in hell with her husband for six months and come up to earth to her mother for the other six months. And so she is born again. She comes back to life. This is the resurrection of Persephone when she rises up from the bowels of hell and embraces her holy mother, Demeter. And Demeter transforms the earth into spring, going from a raging, earth-ravaging helicopter mom to abundant, life-restoring earth mama, showing us that great despair, such as some of us might feel right now, can be followed by great joy. And no conflict is so absolute that it can't be worked out somehow. That's, I believe, a message of this story. And it climaxes with a compromise between the matriarchy, the prehistoric woman power symbolized by Demeter and the emerging patriarchy represented by Zeus and Hades. But I think we need a new resurrection. We can't be compromising with these corporate murderers anymore. We have to give life to Persephone and to her beauty and her girl power. And that's the kind of spring I'd like to see. Peace, negotiation, an end to economic inequity. The closing down of the company store. The closing down of the company store. Which we all live in now. Oh, my goddess. 
no matter where you go in this country, you go to the mall, there it is. Mm -hmm. McDonald's, and this, and that, all the same corporate, the corporations feed you, yeah, they poison you, yep, they tell you bullshit stories, yep, yeah, and on and on and on and on, and then they fire you, and you're helpless, and you're helpless, or they terminate your channel on I, their platform, if they don't like what you're saying, there's a different way to silence everybody. And nowadays, I am hearing personally from you and also in the news about how banks are more and more closing people's accounts yes. and locking them out, maybe for a day, maybe a few hours, or maybe forever. I, you know, last week I got locked out of that's another thing. They give you a credit card, and then you go to buy something, and they decline it because they don't like the seller, literally, especially if it's a sex seller of some sort. Yes. You know? So they're in charge of your life, and we are so nice, and we are told that we have liberty, and we believe that. We don't have no fucking liberty. We don't have... The only freedom you have is to consume. Yes, indeed. You must consume if you have the money. <laughs> or work in the company store, especially during a pandemic. They got those essential workers got to come to work. And by the way, the pandemic is not over, but they got to get you to work. So they don't want you to hear about the real figures of... How many people are still dying from COVID and all the shootings? That's a big industry, you know, not just the NRA, but all the companies that make guns and weapons. They're incredibly powerful. But we got to get our girl power going, brothers and sisters. And that goes for girls and guys and non-binary. Squirt for peace. Squirt for peace, absolutely. Get the t-shirt. <laughs> and I have a video that I just put up. Uh, female ejaculation concerns. First of all, it's real. Now, go watch the video on drsusanblockinstitute.com for more. And speaking of girl power, I want to recommend a book that my Yale classmate, Gerald Weaver, <laughs> I call him Jerry, he wrote a new novel called The Girl and the Sword, a historic novel about feminism in medieval times. And I just got the Kindle because I saw him advertising it and wrote a very praising review of it. And then today I got a copy of it, hard copy in the mail from Jerry with clippings of my Outlaw Biker cover story. Whoa, that's cool. What? Yeah. That one right there, the one over there? Yeah, look. I was on the cover of Outlaw Biker in 1992, and he saw it. It provided some inspiration to him. I don't think it was the only inspiration for the girl and the sword, but perhaps one of many. 
a complex tapestry of girl power inspirations in his life and he wrote cool for life on the book thanks jerry and go out and get the book everybody especially if you're into these medieval romances i'm not usually but this is a really good one very well written with a lot of good history about the cathars the albigensian crusade of christians against christians where they murdered perhaps some of the Filingeri ancestors of yours. And it takes place in the south of France and in Normandy and in England. Interesting history and possibility because history is mostly written by men about men. And so this is a history that includes what if there was a woman behind the man? And I'm not talking about the mother of his children. I'm talking about a woman that inspired this man to do the great things that he did. Anyway, women are doing a lot more than inspiring, not always in a good way. <laughs> There's, of course, Ginny Thomas, Clarence Thomas's wife. Oh, my God. Oh, my goddess. She has been trying to lead the insurrection, actually, and her husband has just been exposed. Not that it seems anything's going to happen, but his abuse of the Supreme Court is just ridiculous. Extraordinary. It goes from his father's experience under Jim Crow to his experience as a protege of Harlan Crow, who is basically a Nazi billionaire who keeps paintings of Hitler around, and also George W. Bush. He pretends he's just fascinated by evil. Did you hear the Supreme Court just and this millionaire and these billionaires... Going on trips. Going on. Expensive, yeah. fun With vacations. portraits of Hitler. Yes. Oh, yes. And they make our rules. They decide our laws. Yes. And Clarence Thomas is the oldest serving member on the U.S. Supreme Court. And they just took away women's rights. They are taking away all kinds of rights. And of course, he was on the Supreme Court in 2010 when one of the worst rulings came down, Citizens United, where they basically say corporations have all the rights of people. And Ronald Reagan had already given corporations like free reign to become monopolies and then Citizens United gave them free reign to control all of our politics. We all live in the company store, company <laughs> store, company store. Yeah. And we don't even know it. <laughs> now we're going to drive up the coast we're and hopefully find places that are not company, company stores, stores you know. for our 31st wedding anniversary. We figure it's like the middle of the week and we don't want to have parties, so why not just yeah. get away? So we have this little motorhome, which is also our little mobile mobile studio. It's very nice. It's uh, got a bed in the back and it's got everything that a nice little cabin, uh, a little home might have, huh? Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun, I hope. hope. I hope, hope. <laughs> We'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. We're well, it's an adventure. Yes. It's an adventure. We don't know where we're going. If you want to join us, we're leaving from Santa Monica. 
when what they Tuesday. Tuesday. Bring, right. Bring, April the 11th yeah. because our anniversary is on the 12th. Right. Bring your motor home. We'll caravan. We'll caravan in like the good old. I don't know if I'd like everybody that might have a motorhome that would want to go with us. No amosexuals. Yeah, please. So, binaural hypno. Binaural hypno says amosexual Nazi sexual. I guess this person is describing maybe Harlan Crow, the billionaire. I, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of amosexual, Nazi sexual people these days. It's frightening. We got to try to keep the faith in sex, the regular kind, just people loving each other, that kind. And that is certainly under attack. People loving each other, brothers and sisters. Come on. We got to love each other because if we don't, we will resort to amosexuality just like wally was saying earlier these guys want attention and they just somehow can't get it through sex and love so they try to get it through being a big guy that's gonna save somebody with their gun and just so you know and you don't forget ford motor company (laughs) used to build the motors for the nazi tanks and who's the designer that designed the uniform? Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss. Are you wearing a Hugo Boss shirt, T-shirt? Are you wearing one of those? Uh, a Hugo Boss underwear or a or jock strap? Or a belt buckle. <laughs> or a belt buckle. Hugo Boss. Belt Remember who he was and what he did. Let's not forget history because history tells us a lot about the present. Speaking of history and the present, or the past precedent precedent or precedents precedent 34 felony counts yes indeed and yes it's not too exciting what these felony counts are they could be misdemeanors but trumpy dumpty has fallen and he looks like he has and it was just exciting to see the cop let the door shut in his sullen face he had to hold it open so it wouldn't smash his mango nose and really brothers and sisters even more exciting is the upcoming Fannie Willis investigation in Georgia and Jack Smith the special counsel is coming soon but this is the first and honestly even though some people criticize it because it's overpayment to a sex worker and power to Stormy. Yes, indeed, we are big Stormy Daniels supporters. And you know what? It is appropriate that sex hush money illegalities is the first thing. Yeah. Because sex is always in the forefront of all kinds of human endeavor, for better, for worse, for life. This is what sex is. And better that that be in the forefront than a lot of other things. So we're happy to see it. And we are not bored like a lot of people. Oh, it wasn't very exciting. That's because this mainstream media, they focus on it so much. Talk about it, look at it, and move on. There's so much else going on besides looking at this failed con artist. You know, the, the nice they, they, they charge them with 34 counts. That's a normal thing that DAs do because they figure 
hey, we're going to nail these people. Right, nail them for something. Right. Yeah. It was. It's like the bicycle thief. If there's a, if bicycles are missing in your neighborhood, and they catch one guy stealing the bike, he's the guy that's been stealing all the bikes. Case closed. We've solved it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, there's a lot of cases that are out there, brothers and sisters, that are caused by Trump, such as the Texas judge who was appointed by Trump, who just ruled that the FDA's approval of the abortion pill is invalid. Now, the Supreme Court's supposed to consider this, but we know who they were chosen by, so I'm not feeling real good about this. Yeah, because another federal judge immediately overturned that. Yes. Right. So So. there's hope, but if it ends up in the Supreme Court... Court, you know what's going to happen. Well... We got to get rid of some of these posers. There's a few of them that shouldn't be there. And Kavanaugh. Oh, oh, oh what a! Ah. I'm so embarrassed. Speaking of Yale classmates, he was one. Not a classmate. He's younger, but another Yaley that I'm ashamed of. In addition to Meatball Ron and his fight with Minnie Mouse. Come on, I'm Minnie Mouse. Hey. Meatball, Ron. Put your meatball back in the pot and close the lid. Banning books, though. Come on. Book banning. No, I mean, I'm very upset about my own censorship in the YouTube channel termination, but (laughs) banning books, really. You you know, and and also all these warnings before you watch. Learning is about shock and awe learning to find new things to learning is to touch your soul learning is to penetrate your mind and make you look at things in different ways yes indeed brothers and sisters and we support the tennessee three by the way you know those guys are yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that were fired or kicked kicked out of the tennessee council and the girl was let back in, but the two guys, black guys... Well, she was white. ...are permanently kicked out. I think that the people are rebelling. They are simply protesting gun violence. They just had this terrible shooting in Nashville. And the guy that represents that district in Nashville took a picture last Christmas with his family, all holding guns. That is obscene. That's obscene. That sounds like my daughter and her family. Why isn't that censored? That shouldn't be shown. I mean, actually, I don't believe in any of the censorship. Well, you can but, show that, but you can show what an idiot he is. And you should be able to show the beauties of sexuality. Yeah. And you should be able to speak about sex. Come on, you censors. What is wrong with you? Now we're at the lawyer stage with YouTube. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're putting together the first lawsuit against bots. Yes. Come join us if you're a lawyer who right. wants to if sue a, a bot. We're not suing Google or YouTube. We're suing the people that defamed us. And the bots. And the bots. Okay. These, are, these humans, and I'm old enough one day you're going to have to live with this reputation. One day you're going to say, so what did you do, Tom? I was a censor. I was a censor. Ha, ha, ha. 
And the euphemism is disinformation. Yeah. They call everything they don't want to allow disinformation. And on this point, I kind of am with the left and the right. Of course, more with the left because I'm a socialist, sexy lefty. But I sympathize with the right wing for being silenced for their so-called disinformation. I don't think any of us should be silenced for what we say. Yeah, they also call it content moderation, right? Oh, yeah, content. Oh, that's even or more community, euphemistic. Community, community guidelines, standards, whatever right. that fuck that means. Now, now this is, that's actually the community, okay? Supposedly, we have our own little communities, right? Yeah. And we have our level of community... Uh, guidelines. Guidelines, you know? Yeah. And that's about freedom, and you can say pussy. You can say lots of nice things. We love it when you say that. Though. Yeah, pussy. Cat. Cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elon just threw under the bus Matt Taibbi. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he was his water boy. He was just doing everything for Elon. And then he said something that upset Elon, and he just cut the cord throw them out. don't trust these billionaires brothers and sisters they will throw you out they will compromise your ethics this is why I am proud to be a sex therapist who gets my sustenance from the people from individuals who pay for sex therapy and I'll just give out the number if that individual could be you 213-291-9497 if you'd like to speak privately with me or one of our therapists without borders because yeah there's a lot of things people need to talk about you will not be censored and I'm proud to take money from people to talk about sexuality that I don't have to take money from like Elon Musk to compromise my politics and my beliefs or from any of these other corporate titans. I am not corporate, which is why I'm censored from time to time, which is very depressing, but I will resurrect it's part of the part of it. My Persephone is <laughs> rising. So there. And y'all should make your Persephone's rise yeah. within you, that girl power, whether you're a guy or a girl or whatever you are, that power of feminine peace through pleasure, that bonobo side, let it rise in springtime. Let that be your resurrection. Let's have a bonobo spring revolution. All you fine, wonderful religious people, hey, I'm all for that. You guys can have whatever religion you want. But stop fucking telling me what I can do. Right. Okay? Yeah, you don't have to think bonobos are great. I'm yeah. not saying you have right. to. But, right. of course, I think they're great. But what I don't want is for you to tell me or my friends or colleagues what to believe yeah. in. We, we don't tell you, like, we don't say... You guys believe that there's a guy up there in the sky that's watching you go to the toilet? And you obviously don't believe that life has much value. I know you believe a lot in the unborn, but the born, you kind of let them die to COVID, to collateral damages of drone strikes and war and 
climate catastrophes. So I don't think we even agree thou shalt not murder because your policies are murdering hundreds of thousands of millions of people. Yeah, and exploiting and stealing resources. Yeah, so that we can consume. Consuming is the new colonialism. Yeah, you must consume. Mm -hmm. And when you consume, somebody is suffering, whether it's the poor animal you're eating or the plastic you're using and not reusing. By the way, if you consume a lot of almond milk, you're killing millions of bees. Millions. Did you know that? I didn't know about the almond milk. Yeah, I didn't know specifically that. I know the bees milk. are dying like crazy. Yeah. It's very it's bad for the bees. Specifically the almond milk, because they're the ones that go and, and do the thing to the almonds. And they're considered by the government as workers. Mm. But there's no rules to protect them. Uh. So they come back dead. It's important for us to have our bees, the birds and the bees, you know? Mainly, I try to stay away from things that are made in the factory because whatever they have on the label, that's what they have to tell you. That's what they're forced Mm. to tell you. And then there's the 110 other chemicals they don't have to tell you about. Like no preservatives. No, there's no preservatives in the food. It's in the carton. That holds the food. Now, see, this is important information that we should know, right? They're censoring all kinds of things that we should know. Exactly. Well, I want to tell you something you should know, brothers and sisters. Our Vice Special featuring our Bonoboville reunion is coming at the end of May. And so stay tuned. Meanwhile, we are in another Vice show called Sex Before the Internet about our experiences on real sex with HBO. Which is playing now, right? Yeah, that's playing on Vice Vice. now. We're all over the place on Vice. And I think it's on YouTube. Uh, On YouTube, right. right. Mm. So we're on YouTube. But they took down our old channel, our most used channel. They took that down because... Well, they won't say why. Anyway, something else that's coming yes. that was the subject of all kinds of controversy when it first came out is Deep Throat. Yes, we uh, are going to be presenting it. We're looking for a venue yes. and we're looking for sponsors. So give us a call if you want to be part of the 50th anniversary, anniversary. of Deep Throat. A a movie that uh, has changed a lot of things. In terms of sex, in terms of cinema and politics, one of my favorite quotes comes from the director, Gerard Damiano, who said that Richard Nixon really wanted to bring down Deep Throat. But Deep Throat wound up bringing down Richard Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> and by that he's nasty, referring nasty. to how they called the informant Deep Throat on Watergate for the Washington Post reporters that exposed it. And that actually brought down a sitting president of the United States, brothers and sisters. So seeing a former president getting busted for much less than he deserves is no big deal, really. We've seen presidents get 
impeached. We've seen presidents forced to resign. Hi, Minnie. Happy anniversary. Is that a dog that I hear? Nikki. Yes, that's Chico. Oh, yeah, that's Chico. Is that Chico? What, yeah. what, what's going on? Why is he barking? Probably Anna and Miguel are back, would ah, be my guess. Right, right, right. Yeah. Chico is, is a community dog. Uh, he's our support. And by he's the way, we're your support dogs when it comes to sex. Or you support snakes. That has nothing Animals. to do with any kind of bestiality. Support animal. Okay, you bots out there yeah we're just being metaphorical that's one of the problems with these bots is that not only do they censor our speech but they squelch our creativity because they make you not want to be metaphorical and leave the figuring it out to the listener because that's what a true artist does. Right. You don't explain what you're talking right. about. You give out the metaphor and you let people well, figure it out. Conclusions, yes, you know. but you can't do that now. You got to tell the bot what you really mean. It's really demoralizing, and it is well the end of art. But a lot of things are marking the end of art, including AI beyond this type of artificial ignorance that we're talking about, this type of censorship. There's also just the imitation of real life, the confusion of reality with digital mm -hmm, versions mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. allow people to cheat and lie and steal. And all that is going on right now with the help of AI. And they're warning, even Elon Musk is warning. Oh yeah, no, no, some major people billionaires are warning that this artificial ignorance and i i come across it every day whether i'm talking to the bank whether i'm talking they get everything wrong but i'm afraid the pussy cat is out of the bag, bag. Ooh. Ooh. not that this ai is a female force it's more of a male force but it could be male female it imitates reality almost like Oh. The whole creative process imitates the female natural process of giving birth. But AI imitates human thinking. It plagiarizes. Teachers are struggling now. I talked to some professors who say they don't know if their students' work is really theirs. Oh, I can always tell when a bot writes something. I think for the most part you can in journalism at the moment, moment right. but I think with teaching and classes, a lot of students have a stilted way of writing anyway. They're anyway, not necessarily right. good writers. So that stilted way of writing is perfectly imitated by the bot. George Washington was our first presidente. So we got a lot of things coming up against us brothers and sisters and they're coming after you we got ai we got the guns the amosexual incels we got the fascists we got to learn anti-fascism for lovers we have religious people who are coming after us humanists and we are your elders we are married 31 years and we were kind of old when we got married we got so <laughs> we didn't get married right we're out way of the cradle older now. yes we are but we need you young folks to keep this i'd like to hand the torch to you revolution guys. going the bonobo spring revolution
We have suffered enough. We've been to prison. We've been beaten. Take the torch and let, yeah, and let's make America's great. Let's make us friends again as humans. We've got some cute comments. Cute comments. Right. Some of which I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know if I should read those. Sure, especially the ones, ones you can't understand. I do understand. The toupee is in the toilet. Aha. Uh-huh. That's our binaural hypno friend. The toupees. And that person is Team Stormy, so I'm cool with that. Oh, maybe that's Trump. Once he's uh-huh. in jail, his toupee uh-huh. will fall in the toilet. The Trumpy Dumpty falls and his toupee. And the water will turn yellow like and the pee. The pee because he was doing a golden shower <laughs> out there in Russia. And it's Wasn't still in his hair. Wasn't something like that happening? <laughs> something, hair. okay. The pee is still in his hair. That's, Let me know if we don't have it. We're trying to understand your metaphor here. No, that, is that by right? Binaural hypno. But I think mm-hmm. it's got to do with the golden shower that happened at the Russian Hilton. Uh, maybe. And it's more likely that another prisoner is going to tear that To pay off, right off his right head. Right off his head. <gasps> oh, my God. Right. No violence, folks. No, we no, are not do calling that. for don't any do violence. Don't, don't, we're not, don't right. do that. Okay, bots? We're just joking we're talking it's like a radio show you know what i'm talking about cut the pentagon says keg stan kavanaugh that's his name for <laughs> all right my fellow yaley the supreme injustice brett kavanaugh <laughs> we did a protest during my reunion a lot of good it did but as Abe wrote here, let's carry on the torch. We have to keep trying. No, really. Guys, you don't know what you're faced with. We, we kind of grew up in freedom. We did. Yeah. You don't have any freedom. Dee's Nuts says, religious people say, worship my peaceful, loving God, or else I will kill you. And that is kind of true, Dee's Nuts. This is the guy, this is the God that says. You better worship these nuts. <laughs> you better worship this. and the, uh, you know, Otherwise you're going to hell. And his, what's his name says, but he loves you. But he loves you. <laughs> and see, somebody, I think it was Adriana that wrote earlier that the Greek gods and goddesses can be terrible. Yes. And that's true, but they're kind of more honest about it. Right. They go, hey, I'm ruling Hades here. Okay. I'm powerful. And hey, Persephone kind of doesn't mind being the queen of hell for six months of the year. She doesn't want to be with her mother all the time. The Greeks understand we do have a dark side. Let's not pretend we're going to be all good because we can't be. And when we pretend we are going to be all good, then what do we become? We become a Catholic priest who molests a child, maybe. Not that all priests do. And bots, we're not, uh, when you say molest child. We are just saying that this is like a terrible thing. Right. That happens when you become an incel, or let's say a vol cell, because they voluntarily become celibate. And they 
cut off themselves from a very basic aspect of sexuality of themselves and so it doesn't just go nowhere some of these guys become celibate because they're scared because they're going to be sent to hell if they have sex before marriage so they wind up having a very very damaging sex and damaging with their constituents not all underage sometimes it's an adult who becomes ruined for life i talked to one that called my show who told me that she had an affair with her priest and was very disturbed and felt guilty her whole life she was actually on a show i did called guilt and shame it's very damaging to deny our sexuality look at what we're doing now so many are denying it on the right and the left i totally honor the me too movement but i think you gals and guys that ignore the other side of the equation the bonobo equation that is empower the females yes but nurture the males also that is equally important you got to do both and that's what the bonobos do and that's what i do in my 31 year nurture me mommy marriage Right. Give me a kiss. He empowers me. He also nurtures me. I also empower him. But I think the emphasis, he empowers me to be here with you all, to do what I do. And I nurture him best I can. And he nurtures me and I empower him. Anyway, you got to do both, brothers and sisters. You got to take care of each other or else there will be rebellions there will be incels, there will be amosexuals and religion and its hypocrisy will win out. Look at Trump. He's a libertine. Most of them are. But as Dees Nuts says, they say, worship my peaceful, loving God or else I will kill you. (laughs) And a lot of people worship Trump. And he has gotten a lot of people killed. And so have many politicians, don't get me wrong. He's not the only one by any means. I don't even know if he's the worst one for getting people killed, but he's created this movement that is very damaging, that is right-wing, and that is what the Reagan Republicans have become. And we have to do our best to stop it. Another maggots. Maggots. Mags. Mm. Anyway, we welcome you maggots to our... Our round table. Yes, exactly. We believe that we can talk. We want to negotiate. Just like Demeter negotiated with Zeus and even Hades to get her daughter back for six months. So we would like to lessen the gun violence. We know we're not going to get rid of it completely, but can we reduce it Mm. can we have some requirements for taking gun safety classes can we uh, limit the amount of guns in this country can we do something we can do a lot but we're not in control we have no more power okay because we're we're tick-tocking we're doing lots of other things and the whole place is going to hell to take away your rights 
We got a little bit of power. We got a little bit of power. And we got to use it. We got to all get together and, and it use it. comes from our mouth. And as you often say, the revolution begins with the individual and with yeah. the couple, with your marriage, with your relationships, with yourself. And you have the power to change your world. And your world is the world that we all live in with you. And it's a challenge every single, single day. day. Believe me, it ain't easy if you really put your heart into it as we put into our marriage. But there's a lot of orgasm. There's a lot of pleasure. You got to have pleasure. Because if you don't, you start trying to find your pleasure in other people's pain. That's no good. No. No. So we want to find our pleasure in your pleasure and help you out. And that's gotten us censored on a lot of different stations, especially YouTube, which actually didn't just censor us. They terminated our channel and they slandered us with their libel, saying that we were guilty of harassment and bullying. And of course, we've never harassed and bullied any people as individuals. No, we don't harass anybody. But they just feel, I think, that the fact that we are sex positive, or yes. perhaps the fact that we are leftist, perhaps the combination, is a harassment. It's flagged. It's censored. It's terminated. And so, brothers and sisters, we're still out here, hippity hoppitying with the Easter bunnies, and enjoying our marriage and enjoying you i love them all I, I i can't wait till saturday when i get to come here as an old guy and talk to all these wonderful delicious people who have all kinds of different ideas and ways that they live and i respect all of those and i ask you to respect my life in my work and right of course that's all to respect each other to get some manners <laughs> remember manners Ooh. yeah just not, not a lot of manners but just some basic manners people are interpreting that as an excuse to censor others? No, I'm not censoring. Just no, they just feel that you're not being polite in the right way. So that means that you could shoot me. I'm not saying that, but or, they, it means they can censor you. Or throw acid in my face. They or, will use that as an excuse to yeah. censor you, and they can do that legally now. So I do agree that etiquette is nice, but honestly, the Internet has become something else. And the funny thing is, they're not censoring the raging hate that's out there. No. They're censoring the sex education, the raging love, the socialism. Cut the Pentagon says, Che's revolutionary spirit was nurtured by Hilda Gadia, his wife. So here's one that I didn't know about too oh, much. Okay. Che Guevara's wife. I've heard of her vaguely, but not a lot. Stupid Cat says, Thoughts on Kavanaugh and Gorsuch dissenting on the SC decision. 
not to review Donzinger versus Chevron case. You know, I certainly think they should review the Donziger case. I don't know if you know about this, Max, but this is a lawyer that was put under house arrest for suing Chevron and winning and speaking up about it. And he won down in Central America and they sued him in an American court, I think a New York court, and the judge held him in contempt. And this is ridiculous. Of course, he's out now, so he can speak more freely now and he can move about, but he was on an ankle bracelet under house arrest and threat for a long time. And I'm a big supporter of his. So yeah, occasionally a broken clock will register the correct time. In this case, yes, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch dissented on the Supreme Court decision not to review Donziger versus Chevron. I was disappointed that some of the liberals had voted to not review Donziger versus Chevron. I usually go with the left and against the right, but occasionally I'm going to speak up for the right if they say something that I agree with. A lot of right-wingers support Julian Assange, who is a political prisoner, and his politics can't be defined as right or left, I don't think. And I am a leftist, for the most part, but I support him. I think that, of course, Donziger is a leftist. He's certainly very much for the rights of indigenous peoples all over the world, He's a lawyer that often supports leftist causes and protesters, but he must be grateful to Kavanaugh, who's mostly a right-winger, and Gorsuch, who's also a constitutional originalist, whatever that means, a right-winger. And yet they supported it. I'm not sure why, but they supported reviewing this case, which was kicked out of the Supreme Court. So, props to them for that. I guess if Kavanaugh has a certain amount of beers, he is a friendly drunk, but too many and he'll <laughs> rape you. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Joke. We're not uh, right. No, but hey, I mean, a woman basically accused him of a high level of molestation, and a woman at Yale accused him of a high level of molestation. So, stupid cat. I hope I have answered your question. Happy anniversary, honey. Happy anniversary to you. And how does this work? How did it last for so long? It's called love and respect and sexy sex. Sex. Right. Mixing lust with trust. And in a way, they're the opposite. Yeah. Usually you fall in lust with someone you don't know very well, and you can't trust them. And once you learn to trust them, well, that makes the lust go bye-bye. So the balancing of lust and trust, that is what keeps you happily married for 31 years. We're codependent. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Got to be codependent. Yeah. Now, nowadays, you can't be codependent, so you're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a big fight. 
the world is codependent. We need each other. We need each other. We need to love each other. You don't want to be toxically codependent. No, right. With some... uh, (laughs) What it comes down to is whoever came up with that term, codependent, is kind of a jerk. Because we all need to depend on each other. And co is a nice word. Colleague, cooperative. We want to be codependent. What we don't want is to get involved with a toxic person that doesn't let us be ourselves. And that is what's often used as a definition of codependent when someone tries to control your life and is poisonous for you. But if you just depend on each other, well, that's what being a couple is. Learn to love, learn to swim in her eyes, uh, learn to taste the beauty of love, uh, taste. Mm. Mm, it's very yummy. Yep. And uh, just learn to love. Love yourself, but love everything around you. And if you can't love it, well, leave it alone. Don't honey. shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> we can't love everything. No, we can't love everything. But we can love the things that we love, and we support the things that we love we should defend the things that we love, whether that be an individual, an idea, or our free speech. That's right. So, brothers and sisters, we will be seeing you on the other side of our 31st wedding anniversary. And after Jesus and Persephone and Dionysus have risen, it's going to be a very interesting week. By the way, I just found out that International Sex Day, which I didn't even know existed, is June 9th, which is the day before my birthday. Uh-huh. Speaking of another very personal holiday. And the fact is that this year, my birthday will fall on a Saturday night. <gasps> so there's going to have to be a birthday show of some sort. In the meantime, it's your birthday. So be good to yourself. Make kink, not war. Get the t-shirt and all the other t-shirts that we've got. And free Assange. And go bonobos. And give us a call if you need a little help with your sexuality. Or you just need to talk about something that you can't talk about anywhere else. You can talk. To us. Our number is 213-291-9497. Operators are lounging by. Yes, indeed. We're here for you anytime you need to talk. And in the meantime, well, whether it's your 31st anniversary or you're an incel or you're out there in a police car. Coming to get us. Mm. Mm. In a cardboard box? I've had that. Or a mansion on a hill? We've had police come. Yes. To see what we're doing here. Right. We're talking. We're never doing much of anything (laughs) but talking. Sometimes we're having sex, okay, but not even that lately. Sometimes they say we're having sex when we're not. We're not, yes. That feels like a a real con job. Like I, I missed out on the sex. And you guys say I had it, and I didn't even get to have it. Wow. 
Anyway, be wary of these police. Some of them are on horses, which is really abusive to the horses. And I notice internationally, all the police are learning from each other. And we got to stop Cop City, brothers and sisters. There's a Cop City that's being built in Georgia right now. And there's Cop Cities being built around the world, training uh, these the American way. amosexual individuals to become war machines, human machines to kill you for nothing much, but certainly for protesting. So watch out. From the Pentagon to your local police officer, it's happening. And so we ask our local police to stop it from happening. Don't join gangs. Don't be part of this amosexual movement. Let's try to get back to a bonobo way. We support the police. We support good cops. Good cops. Good cops we support. That aren't amosexual about it. You have to channel your sexuality into your marriage, into your lover, into your own self the gun between your legs shoot that but don't be feeling all amosexual or even heroic about using your gun it should be a last resort i say this even as more and more mass murders are happening being committed by all kinds of people who are out of their minds it's not about the people I mean, maybe they do have problems and they should be punished if they're caught alive. But it's about the overwhelming existence of guns as well as the elevation of violence above good, clean sex. Good, clean sex. That's right. Yummy, yum, yum. We're going to have some of that in the motorhome, although it might be a little dirty because we're going to the beach. So we could get sand in our sex. A little, yes, gravelly, (laughs) sandy. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that that someone someone is is you. you. I love you. I love you too. We love you. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.